This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Well, if you like the heat, you'll love what's happening over the next several days. As you heard on the news, we have uh, lots of sunshine in store. And, of course, there's the severe thunderstorm watch for surrounding areas. Be aware of that, and we'll keep an eye on it for you. But right now, down on the grounds, oh, it is toasty, which really... After last stampede, we need a bit of sunshine. So uh, hopefully you can come by and say hi. This is actually our last day down on the grounds right next to the Rotary Dream Home because tomorrow, of course, the Stampeders taking on Montreal. 3.30 will be the pregame show, and the kickoff will be at 5 o'clock. So this is our last day hanging out at the grounds. There is um, a show that is coming out on Netflix that is causing some concern. It is called to the bone and it talks it's kind of drama and comedy dealing with the issue of eating disorders here's a clip all right ready 280 for the pork 350 for the buttered noodles 150 for the roll and 75 for butter it's like you have calorie asperger's that's not breakfast neither is coffee you do a lot of sit-ups i'm not going to treat you if you aren't interested in living Good speech. I've got it under control. Isn't it funny? It's a cake. I've got it under control. I've got it under control. You okay, honey? I just got up too fast. So welcome to our new house member, Alan. Hi. Oh my God. How do you do it? Eat, I mean. I'm not gonna lie, I'm really hungry. <laughs> I'm like a ghost. I feel kind of angry. It's my life too. I don't get to have a sister. What's going on with you? I just don't see the point. People say they love you. But what they mean is they love how loving you makes them feel about themselves. I don't even know where to start with that. There's all kinds of wrong. That is a clip from To The Bone, and it starts streaming on Netflix tomorrow. And I don't know if you remember uh, a few months back when, of course, there was the 13 Reasons Why drama that talked about a teen's suicide. And there was a lot of discussion about the pros and cons of having that kind of a show on the air. And this is the same concern that a lot of people have for To The Bone. They're worried about the glamorizing of eating disorders. But then on the other side, people are saying, well, this is an opportunity to raise awareness about eating disorders. And maybe if someone is struggling with it, they will be able to reach out and find out more about it. That's why I wanted to bring in Manroot Ball, a registered psychologist at the Eating Disorder Program, lead with the Calgary Counseling Center, joins us today. Hello, Manroop. Yeah, hello. Good afternoon, Angela. How are you? I'm well, and I'm not sure if you've had a chance to see the trailer to to the bone. But when you initially hear of any type of a show, and especially this is this isn't a documentary, this is a drama and a bit of a comedy that is focusing on eating disorders. What's your initial response? 
Um, uh, well, Angela, I have seen the trailer, and uh, uh, it appears to be a stereotypical portrayal of eating disorder. And uh, so, uh, again, my um, first uh, reaction always is that people are talking about eating disorder, and uh, that is that is what I feel is very important, that uh, it will stimulate conversation on eating disorder. So even if that conversation may be critical, you're saying at least we're talking about it and hopefully families and uh, young people, and I'm only saying young people, and and Manroop, you'll probably correct me because this isn't a condition that is only restricted to young people, but at least they'll be having that conversation? Uh, Yes, because there is uh, secrecy around eating disorder. People uh, do not talk about eating disorders a lot. And uh, even some people are not even aware aware of eating disorders. So I think it will increase the knowledge and understanding. Again, it's hard to comment without having seen the movie, what kind of impact it's going to have. But uh, what I from what I have seen the trailer, it, it feels like it will open and uh, discussion about eating disorder, the family issues and treatment. But again, we won't know until we have seen the movie. Yeah. And okay, so we're having a conversation. I think that's important. So earlier I said a a young person's condition, the eating Mm -hmm. disorder. Uh, Tell me when it comes to eating disorders, who is affected the most? Um, So it's uh, basically it's um, if we um, are thinking about uh, like the stereotypical portrayal of uh, of a person um, in in the movie, then people generally think that it's um, more common in girls and uh, it's very skinny person. But to be honest, the eating disorders do not discriminate. You see them in uh, people with all uh, ages, cultures, and ethnicity. They are more common in females. That that's true. The ratio is uh, 3 is to 1 in adolescents and 10 is to 1 in women to men. But uh, they are there and uh, more common in females, but also there in men as well. And I mentioned young people. Uh, again, you're saying it doesn't discriminate yeah. when it comes to gender or cultural mm-hmm. background, but uh, do we see it uh, in uh, a younger age group more than yes. an older age group? Yeah, it's more common in adolescents. It's from the ages 13 and 19. And I actually, when I say eating disorders, that's actually a pretty broad umbrella, isn't it? When, oh, yeah. What are we talking about when we are talking about eating disorders? Uh, so basically, eating disorder is a complex psychiatric illness that influences uh, thoughts, behaviors, relationships, physical health, etc. So um, there is, if, if we go with the DSM-5, so there is um, uh, basically classification of eating disorder, but there are three main types, that is anorexia nervosa, bulimia nervosa, and binge eating disorder. Uh, what are the differences between those, Manrup? Uh, yeah, so anorexia nervosa is basically the restriction of food intake and uh, leading to significant low body weight. People have intense fear of gaining weight or becoming fat, or they have persistent behavior that interferes with weight gain. And then there is dis- disturbance in the way one's body weight or shape is experienced. And in bulimia, there is uh, when an individual engages in recurrent episodes of binge eating and purging and they have the compensatory behavior and binge eating is when you're um, 
eating more rapidly, eating even when you are uncomfortably full and eating large amounts of food when not physically hungry. So those are basically the, the, the main differences between these three eating disorders. Manroop, how long have you been a registered psychologist? Uh, so it's been two years. Two years. All right. Well, yeah. I'm because I'm curious, and and maybe this is the fault of the media, but I know many years ago there was a lot of discussion around eating disorders, and uh, pardon the pun, but sometimes the flavor of the month we move on to another topic. But does that mean that we're no longer seeing the the high incidence of eating disorders that we may have seen before? Um, so, uh, well, I think it, it depends on the awareness piece as well. So nowadays people are more aware of the eating disorder. They are seeking more help. So um, it's, uh, again, if we uh, go with the prevalence, it's, uh, um, uh, I think according to Canadian Mental Health Association, there is between 05 to 4% of women in Canada that are, that are struggling with anorexia and with bulimia. It's 1% to 4%, and that has increased over the time. Hmm. Well, and I'm glad you even mentioned uh, Canadian mental health because, as you say, it's a, a complex issue when we're talking yeah. about eating disorders. And even yesterday we were talking about taking a mental health day and some people uh, not understanding truly what the different mental health conditions can be, but eating disorders would fall within that. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, one, it's one of the mental health issue and, uh, and, and a complex one as well. So uh, that's why I'm hoping that uh, this movie will, uh, again, I haven't seen the movie, but I am yeah. hoping that there will be three things that would happen. Uh, the first thing is that it will increase the knowledge and understanding about eating disorder, that people are able to identify the warning signs in their loved ones and people they care about. And um, again, uh, if you're interested in knowing more about those uh, signs and symptoms, you can um, do that by visiting our website as well. That's www.calgarycounseling.com. We recently have a blog post about eating disorder signs and symptoms. And another thing is that it will help in challenging those misconceptions that it only occurs in females. It's a, just a phase. And uh, family causes eating disorder. And third and the most important issue that I think is breaking the silence around eating disorder disorder, talking about eating disorder, I think that would save lives. And at Calgary Counseling Centre, we have seen that firsthand, that talking about mental health issues does save lives. So, um, so I, I feel that people struggling with eating disorders should not suffer in silence. That, that's what the outcome I am hoping. And I'm glad, Manroop, you mentioned that you can go to calgarycounseling.com to look at kind of the, the signs, the warning signs, and the treatment that would be available. But I'm even going to go a step further and allow you to share that with my audience. But we're going to take a break and okay. then afterwards talk more about that. Manroop Ball, registered psychologist and the eating disorder program lead with Calgary Counseling Center, 403-974-8255. Would love to hear your comments on this and your texts. And after 3.30, we'll definitely open up the phone lines. I'm Angela Cocot. Live on location at the Calgary Stampede. We're back after this. And maybe it's kind of weird that I'm even talking about a movie that's on Netflix that comes out tomorrow on eating disorders when here I am at the Calgary Stampede because we all know that it's during the Stampede that uh, some people have a, a chance to indulge. They like their mini donuts. That would be me. Uh, you know, so they, they like their corn dogs and everything else. But uh, eating disorders for 
a lot of people just doesn't end after 10 days at the stampede it carries on and uh, some of the issues that that creates manroot ball is a registered psychologist and the eating disorder program lead with the calgary counseling center she joins us today as we talk about this film that is uh, coming out on netflix tomorrow and it's called to the bone and there has been a concern manroop as well that for some people who may have and i don't even think beaten the eating disorder is the right term is it is it like being an alcoholic that you you always have that eating disorder you just have found a way to treat it and and live your life still uh, so uh, again it, there is always a comorbidity associated with eating disorder it's kind of a mood disorder substance use disorder anxiety disorder so uh, they are there so um, yeah yeah, so but it's again, not as if you... Yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. Uh, and, and maybe it is different for different people because, as yes. you have said right from the start, it's very complex. But the reason I wanted to say that is because another part of the criticism on uh, To the Bone is that some people who may have had anorexia and received treatment and are dealing with it it may trigger, would it be a relapse? And I'm not sure if that's even the proper term, but is there sometimes that concern that certain things, certain movies can trigger a relapse in an eating disorder? Um, uh, yeah, again, um, that's a very difficult question to answer here. Um, uh, yeah, so what you're uh, talking about uh, does make sense, but again, as we have, uh, we are talking about a complex issue, and so it's it's really difficult to say that uh, whether this movie would uh, be uh, be triggering a relapse for some or would be helpful for others, right? And and. Uh, we also know that uh, in this age of technology, um, young people have access to a lot of information on the internet. So um, there are a lot of triggers around us, like the uh, pictures portrayed in media, media, and that kind of stuff. So um, again, um, it's, it's difficult to say whether it's going to be helpful to some people or may trigger others. So again, what I think need to happen is that. Uh, People need to uh, watch for their loved ones, uh, how they are responding to different triggers, and what can they do to help them. All right, so give me some things that uh, loved ones, family members should be looking for when it comes to uh, an eating disorder, possibly in their young person's life. Uh, so again, that's what I was uh, talking about, the warning signs, that there are uh, some kind of warning signs uh, that uh, if you see that your loved one is preoccupied with food, weight, and calories, or if they are eating alone, or um, you see the yellowish skin, or difficulty sleeping, or... Um, unusual food behavior and then they're they suddenly they have interest in cooking and eating certain kind of food so those are some of the warning signs so uh, that is something that you need to pay attention to and also uh, providing an environment where they feel comfortable talking about uh, not only eating disorder but other mental health issues as well 
Yeah, and that must be so tough, though. As you even say, those warning signs, I, I don't want parents to think that suddenly their son or daughter has taken an interest in cooking and yeah. they think that's a red flag. So that must be the other thing where it goes from something that may be benign to something much more serious. So you're just mm-hmm. saying be aware of those things and yeah. and watch very closely. So then where do you go after that? Because my concern would be that if you... Uh, try to approach your child and talk about it it may um you know they may be in denial it may cause them to um, shut up and uh close up and not share anything with you so how do you go about approaching the young person on this uh, yeah, uh, totally. I, I understand what, what you're talking about. It's difficult to appro- approach someone uh, with eating disorder because, yes, denial is part of the disorder. So um, the only thing you can do is expressing your concern, like more like um, I feel statements rather than accusing themselves mm-hmm. for their behavior. So they are already struggling. So having that empathy that they are struggling and saying that, oh, I'm worried for you or is there something that's going on? that you would like to talk about so uh, being more open and then what would be the treatment Uh, and I'm sure you'll say the treatment varies from the condition and the the patient but can you give me an idea what some uh, forms of treatment would be for these people um, so, uh, yeah, um, there is individual counseling, group counseling, family therapy, and at Calgary Counseling Center, we have uh, uh, individual counseling as well as groups as well, uh, that is towards balanced eating group and towards healthy eating group, and we have all that in- information on the website as well, and we also have a workshop for uh, families and friends. If you have a loved one who is struggling with eating disorder, or you think they might be, so then you can attend that workshop and learn about what an eating disorder look like and what kind of potential um, factors that are there that might impact the behavior or what are the helpful or harmful things to do when you have a loved one with eating disorder. I'm glad you pointed out, though, if you have a loved one, because mm-hmm. it's it's a family affair or it's mm-hmm. just not the, the person who is dealing with the eating disorder when you're talking about the treatment then? Yeah, it's about uh, for the families and friends, like someone who you care about is struggling. Well, you know what? I I know it's complicated, and I'm glad you were able to uh, touch the surface or scratch the surface with us. CalgaryCounseling.com is the website that Manroop was referring to. Thanks so much for your time, Manroop. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks. You bet. Manroop Ball, registered psychologist and the eating disorder program lead with Calgary Counseling Center. 403-974-8255. I'm getting a a few texts here. And and I wanted to find out if, um, have you ever dealt with an eating disorder? Have you had a loved one who's had to deal with an eating disorder? And wondering the help you received, and maybe you're still struggling with it. But I want to find out more about that. We'll take a break for news. 403-974-8255. The number to call and text. We'll get to your comments after the news. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.